Wow. It is. Is it? Is this the, Wow. It's, is, it, it's, is it August? And Jay just walked past me and said, it's August. And I was like, yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah, it is. Thanks, Jay. Woof. But reality check. Wow. Welcome. Uh, welcome to Pastors of Pain, uh, the uh, greatest priest podcast in the Diocese of Tulsa. I would say I would there go. There are so, others. I would Father go, Sean O'Brien. Boo. My brother from another mother. He's well, got. Uh, I would say that. He's got a little show going uh, down the there best, in Poto. Uh, the best pastor's podcast in the state of Oklahoma. We'll, but we'll go against anybody else. At least in Payne County, north of the Cimarron. <laughs> We've got it. And south south of uh, south of 11th it's Street. The best <laughs> podcast coming out of Perkins Road. <laughs> Oh dear. Well, anyway, welcome oh, to another Good another to awesome you. episode of the uh, Pastors of you. Pain show here in God's Country, uh, Stillwater, Oklahoma. Here with uh, my uh, amigo, Father Brian O'Brien, the pastor of St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church on the corner of um what are we? What do we I live there. Uh, McElroy and Country Club. We live yeah, at Seven yeah. Eleven North Country Club. That's right. Yeah, I would I would check y'all's website. A lot of cool stuff has happened this summer. A lot of changes have taken place. Oh yeah. You know, college students are coming back, and they're going to be like, "I'm going to go. I'm going to go to um, confession before mass." Um, they, you can't anymore. We, but you no. guys don't have confession before mass. We have confessions before like at most mass weekend mass before weekend mass. Yeah. Oh, when both priests are there. Oh, when both priests are there. Yeah, which is okay. most of the time. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so for you all who are coming back to college. Uh, check the web. Check, check the, the web. Uh, Catholic Pokes and BuildingSaints.com and SFXStillwater.org. And y'all coming back from summer sabbaticals and vacations, uh, the good people of Payne County. I'm looking forward to being kind of at full capacity. Summertime around here. I mean, there's obviously there's people. There's a lot of mm-hmm. people. It's great. Yeah. But yeah, people are scattered that is true i like it when we're not scattered i agree i like it well we've uh we've been we've been back three weeks now this is like a, a record for the last couple months because we we've um, been all over the place a little bit yeah we've uh, uh we, you and i've been different places haven't been able to get in the studio together and so now we are episode we three are. of we. our um what we call it the triple header the triple crown the uh, trifecta uh, the triduum of podcast episodes, I think so. Something along those lines. I, can't, I was I was trying to find the right word and maybe just say like we're on a streak. Here's what uh, here's what I want to. We you know we're talking a lot about uh, the Eucharist, the Eucharistic revival that's oh, going yeah. on in the United States that we're trying in our parishes. You know we're offering mass more. Can I just ask you? Uh, number one, go to mass on Sunday, of course, but go to mass during the week, guys. Fine. Make that a priority. There's options. There's a bunch of options. Well, there's options wherever you live. But, Are you talking to people here, here in Stillwater or around? Uh, the, both. Both. On Just other planets. What about people on Mars? the week is so good for you. I mean, Mass on Sunday, of course, is yes. good for you. Yes, it's yes. a but it, it's an obligation. You got to be there, you know. But go to Mass during the week. It's going to help your life. It's going to help your prayer life. It's going to increase your devotion to the Eucharist. It's going to. Um, make you a better Catholic. It's going to make you a better disciple. Come hear the word proclaimed. Um, mm-hmm. You're probably, you know, at least mm-hmm. in Stillwater, you get some weak sauce homily from one of us. Whoa. Um, but then you'll receive the Eucharist. Ah, oh, just come. Come, make it a priority. Just do it. Bring get your here. kids. Yeah. College students, just same come. thing. Yes. You can do it. You can do it. I know you're busy. You can do it. 
you're not busy. You just you the, can do it. When people tell me I'm busy, I say, well, I make time for the most important things, which is currently oh, you right now. Got it. Yeah, like got it. I'm busy. Well, no, I'm not. I have just made time for the most important things. I love the line from uh, I think I've said this before, Saint Jose Maria Escriva, who well, said he's got lots of good stuff. Oh, you say the mass is long. I say your love is short. Yowzas. Ooh, got him. Okay, uh, we have been talking about the Eucharist, which oh, is yes. a sacrament, one of the seven sacraments. Last week, we had a, a rip-roaring uh, show about, what, what was it? did Jesus know. have brothers and sisters? Oh, yes. That was a, and the answer is still that was a negatory yeah, ghost rider. No. Uh, that was a hoot. Um. But you also you got it. So we get we get questions from uh, from listeners, and we want to be responsive to those. Uh-huh. We're not super responsive to all of them. Um, my no. dad really wants us to do a show on indulgences. Really? Yeah, and I think we I think we should, uh, but that's not today. What's today? Uh, you you got a question? Oh, about oh yes, I'm supposed to get uh, the yeah. sacraments of. Oh, yeah. Of healing. Okay, so, yes. So, you know, we talked about the apostolic pardon. Remember your we dad? Your dad, dad yep, like, yep. asked about the uh, apostolic pardon. Basically, my dad is our ideas guy. And that is in that little green book in, uh, what do they call it? The anointing of the sick. Is that correct? I, I, uh, pastoral I re- care of the sick. Uh, yeah, I always forget it because I never use book. it. I've, yeah. I've probably used it. I have one in my six car. So. Keep one uh, in the sacristy. I've only used it maybe a dozen times or 15 yeah. Okay, so in in that is this ritual of the anointing of the sick. Uh, it used to be called extreme unction or viaticum, uh, which we could talk about those in another uh, another episode. Uh, and this, so th- this listener sent me a text message and said, "Hey, tell me about the sacrament of healing." I, the sacraments of healing. Yeah. There wh- are two. Why are there two sacraments of healing? Why does it need to be pluralized, ooh, first of all? Ooh. Okay, so big picture, there are seven sacraments in the uh-huh. Catholic Church. What is a sacrament? A sacrament is a sign. An external? Inst- an, a, a sign instituted by Christ to give grace. Uh-huh. A grace is God's life. God wants to give us life. He wants to infuse us, breathe it into us. And he has given sort of a distribution method, if you will, Um we just put and a name is, to what's going on. And that is the sacraments. Yeah. yeah. So so we have uh, three, the sacraments are split up into three categories. There are the sacraments of initiation, Whoa, go which on. we are, say are baptism, uh-huh. confirmation, Ooh, that's an order. and uh, Holy Communion, okay. the Eucharist. Those BCE. Are, those are the three sacraments of initiation, baptism, confirmation, and the Eucharist. Then we have uh, what are also known as sacraments of, at the service of mission, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with priesthood, which the I are one. of service. Yes. Yeah, so, so oh. uh, we would say holy orders. Oh yes. So that is uh, that is deacons, priests, and bishops. There are three yes. sort of levels, if you will, of holy orders. Okay. That's a sacrament of service, right? It's it's uh, a man is ordained a deacon, a priest, or a bishop, um, in order to serve. Okay. To serve the the people. Then there's a then the second sacrament oh, of service. Let me guess. Let me guess. Is, we I, talk about it a lot. I did five of these this month. Yep. In yep. four weeks, lots, five of these. Lots going holy on. matrimony the and marriage. marriage. Right. So marriage is not. Oh, I just want someone to hang out with. No, marriage is a sacrament of service. Service to your spouse and service to uh, the church and the world um, by making awesome babies and by being a witness of of sacrificial love. Uh, so, so there are sacraments of initiation, 
baptism, confirmation, Eucharist, sacraments of service are holy orders and marriage. So that's five. Uh-huh. So now we have two left. Oh, two. And they are called the sacraments of healing. healing. Oh. And okay. so Jesus is the divine physician. Uh-huh. Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and they are. The sacraments kn- of service are what? I, I know one. Tell us what we've won. Uh, no, the sacraments of service are the sacraments of oh, healing. 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 Uh, the sacraments of healing are anointing of the sick, which comes from the letter Ooh. of James, right? Ooh, go letter, out, James they go chapter out, five. They if go out and they are sick. And they anoint. Let them send for the priests of the church. And if they heal the them, if they will. anoint them and pray over them, their sins will be forgiven. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the other one is the sacrament of confession. Yeah. Another sacrament of healing. That's, That's awesome. why is is that why they're joined together in that green book? Because uh, I was using it one time and I look and I said, "Huh." And I looked at the person. And I said, um, "Do you need to go to confession? Because it says right here you're supposed to like yeah. Go ideally, to before someone is anointed, uh, they they should go to confession or they can go okay to confession. Um, yeah, they go they go together. The two, the two sacraments of healing, uh-huh. of anointing of the sick, uh-huh. and the sacrament of confession. Yep. Okay, so let's dive into this because you use the the book, the anointing of the sick, uh-huh. a lot more uh-huh. than I have, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and you probably get to see sort of the effects. I on anoint it. people daily. Really? Yeah. I came in the other day. I was walking downstairs to go to the gym at five a.m. and you were walking in from the laundry room, and I was like. What are you doing in the laundry room this early? Why are you all dressed up? <laughs> Why do you have a stole in your hand? Why yeah, does it so look that like- morning, uh, this was a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, I got a call. It was, it was probably it was four thirty, I think four thirty in the morning, and it was uh, we had a parishioner who was dying at uh, the hospital at Stillwater Medical Center. It was it was, it was expected. Um, an older older woman um, had been kind of declining in health. Oh. But um, was now was now at the point of death, and so her son um, called me. So I've I've been in touch with him for for several years. Okay. Um, in order to you know to give really good pastoral, he doesn't live in Stillwater, but to give really good pastoral care to his mom and dad. Oh, beautiful! And so he had my number, and so he called me and said, "I think you know, I think it's time. Um, can you can you go?" And so it takes, uh, you know, for me, there's about a 90-second window where I'm like, why did I become a priest? <laughs> I just, I, when you answer the phone. I'm so tired, you know. Uh, you kind of, you know, you have that sort of initial, as you're waking up, like, okay, what am I doing? Where am I? Um, okay, am I, am I going back to bed? No, obviously not. Okay, O'Brien, let's go. So anyway, so then you get up. Um, you get ready, mm-hmm. you know, get ready for the day. And I mean, quickly, because someone's dying. Um, and so I told him I'd be there in just a little bit. And so, you know, ten, 10 minutes after the call, I'm in her room. Um, at the hospital. At the hospital. And um, praying with her. And it was just me and her. Um, she's, un- I mean, unconscious and breathing. Oh, his son lives out of state. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so we, I prayed, I prayed with her using, using the green book. Oh, yes. Um, in the green book, there's different options. So the book is called Pastoral Care of the Sick, and it has um, pr- like prayers for the dying. And so there's this beautiful litany of the saints. Oh, really? Um, asking for the prayers of the saints for this person. Uh, and then prayers, we call them prayers of commendation, where we're praying for 
you know, go go forth, Christian soul. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I don't have my book with me, but you know, go forth, Christian soul from this world. Um, asking the Lord to open the gates of heaven to this person. Wow. Um, and then I usually will I'll anoint them, uh, and then also give the apostolic pardon, okay. which we talked about a few a few months back, which brings with it um, the forgiveness of sins. Yep. I have a question. I have yep. a question. The, uh, when you say the the oils, there are three oils. Three that oils, we, uh-huh. uh, as we say in Oklahoma, oils. Three oils. Three oils that are uh, at holy at the Holy Thursday liturgy that are are, are blessed. Chrismas, yeah. Chrism uh, yeah, the chrismas. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, the renewal of priestly promises, chrismas. So sacred chrism for the, those to be baptized. Um, oil of the catechumens for the little kids and those for to new be, Catholics, yeah. yeah, new Catholics, and then sacred chrisms for the anointing and confirmation and baptism and sacred chrism uh, and oil and the oil of the infirmed. So that's that third, yeah. So the oil of the infirm we use for the sacrament of anointing of the sick. So most most priests uh, will have the oil of the sick kind of in various places. Uh, so I have I keep one in my car. Uh-huh. Um, we have some in the sacristy. I keep one in my confessional. What? Um, Whoa! Yeah, this is serious. Yeah. So really, so it's so we're re- we're ready, kind of at any time. Um, if I'm with my car, I can anoint somebody, or if I'm at the church, well, they fall over um, right in the confessional. Uh, yeah, right there. Yeah. Get them. Well, a lot of times, because anointing of the sick. I mean, really practically, a lot of people ask for it. In and around a Sunday mass, so you know someone will come up and say, "Father, I'm having you know I'm having surgery this week. Um, yeah. I'm you know I was just diagnosed with cancer. Uh, there's all you know all kinds of things. So it usually happens either at the church, it happens in the hospital, or it happens in their in their home. Um, so just recently, prisoner was diagnosed with with cancer, pretty scared, um, and I went to their to the house. Um, Prayed, you know, prayed with them, uh, anointed her, and that was the sacrament of, of anointing of the sick. So it's a, it's mobile, it's a mobile sacrament. It gets out there. Um, at, you know, as, I mean, as as is confession. Confession has a really has a proper place, which is in a confessional, but confessions can be heard anywhere. Okay, uh, I, can you just get anointed for any reason? Like you got a no, bum knee? No, no. So anointing of the sick. Let me give. What you about a, like a, you know? I, I saw one time and they were like, at the end of mass, it was like anybody who wants to get anointing of the sick, come on up. And yeah, like, no, no. It's like, well, this guy. I mean, if I my back is bad, I guess I'm sick. But is it reserved for? I guess it, I'm just thinking out because it says in the letter of James to send for the priests of the church and to pray over these people and anoint them and they will be healed and their sins forgiven. So uh, I love I love to quote the catechism. Oh, what here. number are we? Uh, so this is fourteen ninety nine. By the sacred anointing of the sick and the prayer of the priest, the whole church commends those who are ill to the suffering and glorified Lord, that He may raise them up and save them. Ooh! And indeed, she exhorts them to contribute to the good of the people of God by freely uniting themselves to the passion and death of Christ. So. What we ask when someone is anointed, we are asking the Lord to to bring them healing. Okay, whatever that means. Um, there are there are stories of people who have been physically healed by the sacrament of anointing. Um, we're mostly asking for for spiritual healing that the person be given peace with their diagnosis, and then that they be given the strength. 
whatever it may be, to unite their sufferings to the sufferings and death of Christ. Oh. Um, which can be really beautiful. Yeah, it's, because it's hard to do, but can be really beautiful. Yeah, because you said at the or at the beginning, what is a sacrament? And you said like it's this external thing that's happening to you, but there's this internal reality. An internal that's, reality yeah. that's go that's yeah, taking yeah. place. So yes, well, you're putting oil on them, and the internal reality is, you know, to unite your body with the sufferings of Christ. So here's um, here's oh, who okay. can receive. Uh, the the sacrament so the humans not robots uh yep so animals no oh okay human beings, okay got it okay uh, thank human you beings, no. thank you for clarifying my question i didn't get that in my sacramental theology so uh canon law says the sacrament of anointing of the sick is given to those who are seriously ill by anointing them on the forehead and hands with duly blessed oil pressed from olives not crisco uh, not crisco oil. no so anointing of the olives. sick is not only so not only for those only who are at the point of death. So I think some people, we you know, we hear this where, yeah. I mean, I've done it where like I show up in someone's uh, hospital room, <laughs> you know, and I say, yeah. you know, would you oh, like, would loving, you, would you like to be anointed? You know, I'm not going to anoint somebody who doesn't want to be anointed. Would you like to receive the sacrament of anointing of the sick? And they'll say, well, I'm not, I'm not dying, am I? Like, like, like as if I had like a little, I had a little uh, conference with the doctor out in the hallway, <laughs> and now I'm coming in to to, to bring the bad boom, news. Boom, um, boom, so so it boom. says uh, is not not a sacrament for those only who are at the point of death. Okay. Hence, as soon so here's what it says. Hence, as soon as any one of the faithful begins to be in danger of death from sickness uh-huh. or old age, the fitting time for him to receive the sacrament has certainly already arrived. If a sick person uh, well, anyway, no, there's 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 a lot more to it. But anyway, basically, if someone is sick now, if you have a hangnail, or if you if you stub your toe, or if you have a cold, um, we probably we would not. What what if I, I not just anoint you? Hypothetical situation: you're a hand model, and you're out skating, ice skating, and you slip and fall on your ice, and you break your hand, and you're going in for surgery on your hand. I would anoint. I would anoint someone. Anyone who's going in for surgery. Oh, okay. If you're Got going it. under. Okay, so even the ridiculous yeah. scenario I presented, yep. uh, you say, "Hey, they're yep. going under." Yep, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yep. anoint them. Yeah, there's kind of, I mean, there's a little bit of, uh, there's a judgment call uh, on the part of the priest, you know. So if somebody comes up and is like, "Father, oh, I had this, I got a bad haircut, uh, <laughs> I'm so distraught," you know, I would say, "Okay, let me, I'm gonna pray, let me pray for you. Let me give you a blessing, but I'm not gonna, you know, it's not not the sacrament." Okay, okay, of anointing. It's not- um, not what they, it's not what they need right now. You know, we had. I remember like the class we took in seminary uh-huh. uh, about the sacraments of healing. We, so it was, we took a whole class on confession, you know, sort of the theology and yeah. then how to practically do it. And part of that was anointing of the sick. We had a big debate about like, would you um, would you anoint someone who's an alcoholic? And? Um, Ooh, let me, and I, let me. And I, I, I would say yes. I mean, I think especially if the person was really, was like struggling uh, or, you know, had maybe, had maybe sort of, um, Back, backslided, yes, um, or um, you know, was really kind of going through a, a like a period of like like temptation and. Um, but anyway, there was you know, there's, so there's sort of those that are like, ah, you know, I don't know. I mean, someone in danger of death, definitely. Yeah. Somebody um, who had just you know received some like really serious diagnosis, uh-huh. definitely. Um, somebody going in for for surgery, I I would say yes. Heck yes. Um. You know, one of the, one of the things we do is um, this just happened a couple weeks ago. A parishioner is was going in to have a baby. Whoa! Um, 
I, I would anoint I would anoint a woman who is preparing for labor, um, not because she's dying, uh, and not because you know maternity is uh, you know but but it's dangerous. Yes, to give to give birth and, is and, a, is a serious medical thing. And you mentioned that you're praying for the person's healing, and then you're also asking them to by anointing them that internal reality going on to conform themselves. To the suffering, right. death, and resurrection. To unite your suffering. So you know, a woman in labor is going to suffer. Yeah, uh, it hurts. I've been told. Yeah, um, whether you know whether kind of yeah, C section or not, or yeah, you know, it, yeah, it hurts. It hurts. And so to unite, if if that woman can unite her sufferings to the sufferings and death of Christ, like good can be brought about. Yes. Um, oh, beautiful for, for her her husband, for the baby, uh-huh. for you know, for the world. Uh, that's part of part of the Christian life is uniting our our sufferings to the sufferings of Christ, whatever those may be, big or big or small. Um, anyway, so that's so so anyway that that's a little bit about anointing. I mean, it's a, I would say for me, you you're you're mostly around young people who are who are in good health. Yes, um, I'm around some young people, but I have a lot of parishioners that are older, people who get sick or uh-huh. get in, in accidents or you know whatever it may be. So it's a regular part of my life. As a priest, wow! Um, Regular part, you know. So the Eucharist celebration of Mass and the distribution of Holy Communion, I do every single day. Um, confessions, I do basically every day. Anointing of the I probably anoint people three to four times a week. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. Now, now, how, why is the sacrament of confession so importantly united with anointing of the sick and anointing of the sick? You, I mean, they're 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 the sacraments of healing. Why is it so? Yeah, they are. Yeah, so 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 Christ. We would say that Christ is the divine physician. Christ mm-hmm. heals. Yes, Christ the priest heals. And so the sat the the one thing that's important I think to know is the the minister of the sacraments of healing are our priests. So people have said like, well, why can't like why can't deacons anoint or why can't like why you know why can't i anoint mm-hmm. my husband or like a mom i'm a mom and my kid is sick like why can i anoint them um and we would say no you can pray for them pray over them intercede for wow, them absolutely beautiful but the proper sacrament of anointing of the sick is uh the prop the proper minister of the sacrament of anointing of the sick is is a priest because with the priesthood comes the power to forgive sins. And so anointing of the sick comes with it the forgiveness of sins as yeah. the letter of St. James. So James chapter 5. If anyone is sick, let them send. Let me get the let me get the whole Yeah. Let me Come on, the, bring it out. Let me get the let me get the I, I'm gonna, while you're looking for that. Got my Bible. I am going to I'm going to slip one in here. Oh, you got your Bible. James chapter I do. James chapter 5. Go ahead. Uh, uh I yeah, I like these two sacraments united together. It, I didn't get it until I was reading Seven Secrets of Confession by Vinnie Flynn mm. when he made reference to the two sacraments being the sacraments of healing and and, and why. So if you want if you want a little reference there, go by Vinnie Flynn's uh, Seven Secrets of Confession and nice. read the chapter on, on healing. So here's James. This is James chapter 5. I'm okay. starting at verse 13. Is anyone among you sick or suffering? He should pray. Is anyone in good spirits? He should sing praise. Whoa! Is anyone among you sick? 
He should summon the presbyters of the church, and they should pray over him and anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick person, and the Lord will raise him up. If he has committed any sins, he will be forgiven. Shoot. Yep. So is anyone among you suffering? Pray. Anyone among you in good spirits? Sing praise. Oh, yeah. Anyone among you sick? What's the response to being sick? Call your priest. (laughs) Summon. He should summon the presbyters of the church. And have them anoint them and absolve their sins. And they, and, the, and they, so the priest, should pray over him. So when we anoint somebody, one of the parts of anointing is we lay, we lay hands on their head silently. Okay. And we pray. And I, it's a beautiful moment to, to, to kind of put my hand on someone's head. Um, and, and now, and now I'm, I am interceding for them. Lord, and I, you know, I just kind of say a, a silent prayer in my heart of, you know, Lord, Lord, yeah. you know, Lord heal this person. Lord, bring them, bring them to strength. Help them through their surgery. Help their doctors and nurses. Help their spouse, oh, yeah. who's going to care for them. Uh-huh. You know, we have a little girl in the parish who just had, um, who had surgery, uh, and like praying with. I mean, this little girl, she's eight years old, and to like lay hands on her head, um, and she. So I told her, I said, you know, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my hand on your head, and she's like, well, why? And I said, because well, that's how that's how we do it. You know, we're gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna pray for you. She's like, you're gonna. You're going to pray for me? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to pray for you because you're going in for this surgery. <laughs> That's beautiful. And then um, we take the oil, the anointing oil, and anoint, anoint on the forehead and then on the palms of their hands. Yep. And then you can also, I mean, different priests will do different things. You can also anoint um, like a part of the body if appropriate. Yeah. You know? It's like your elbow you're getting worked on or yeah. your head. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, I've had people, you know, they have they have like cancer in a certain part of their body, um, to like anoint that that part of their body. It's really beautiful. Um, so there's a physical there's a physical touch to it, right? The, yeah. we, we talk about the incarnation. You had that episode, whenever that was, six weeks Chris ago. Petrin, or so with yeah, Chris Petron about the incarnation. One of the ways that the incarnation that Christ takes flesh in the world is through his priests. Whoa. Um, yes. Touching. Yeah, making contact with people. Right, right. So you can't do when somebody says, can you anoint me over the phone? No. No. No, it involves a physical anointing, taking of the oil and putting it on their, on their, you know, their palms uh, and and on their forehead. Yeah. So it's really, it's really something. I mean, it's moving. It's moving to, to people because they know that Christ is present. They know that they are receiving like mm-hmm. real grace. It's amazing, you know. As going for surgery can be is making you real nervous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had I don't know when that was ten years ago. I had knee surgery. I tore my meniscus playing basketball. You know, I was having knee surgery. It's a routine surgery, but I was like, I was kind of scared. Yeah, you know, like oh, what if you know, what if I don't wake up? What if my knees don't work? What if I have to get my leg amputated? <laughs> you know, you go through all <laughs> well, these like all the thoughts. You go through all these weird scenarios. Um, I think especially older people, you know, okay, this is a serious surgery. Like, am I going to die? Yeah. Mm. And if I am, am I, am I ready to meet the Lord? And so to pray with someone, lay hands on them, anoint them. Oh, it's the Lord. It's, it's carrying on the healing ministry of Jesus. Amen. He did all of those healings that we read about in the scriptures. Yeah. Just a little thought on the Eucharist here to kind of like finish this last two minutes off is that the Eucharist 
is we talked about at one point in time was is food, it's body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ we're eating. It's also that incarnation, like his flesh is joining with our flesh. His blood is joining with our blood. His divinity is is joining with our humanity. Yep. So yes, there's this um yes, there is this healing physically that the sacrament of the anointing of sick is taking place. And the Lord Jesus is healing us through his own flesh and blood, humanity and divinity. So on a physical level, and I, I just had this little be- beautiful reflection. It was like getting a, also a spiritual skin graph. Like our wound, oh, wow. our broken, our sin that is healed by the sacrament of confession and is there physically because of original sin. There's that brokenness in us that Jesus weaves himself into that brokenness Ooh. and literally begins to heal us physically and spiritually. From the inside out. Yeah. Well, yeah, literally from the inside out. I mean, and that's the beauty. You read, the, read those passages in the scriptures of Jesus healing. Sometimes it's him doing something. Sometimes it's somebody touching touching the hem of his garment. Oh, yeah. And being healed. And it says, you know, power came yeah. out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, the, that's the passage that actually is used um, in the— in the scriptures and the in the catechism to talk about like the power of Christ kind of coming out of him into you. Whoa. Yeah. So anyway, when in doubt, just talk to your priest and say, you know, is this I'm having this, should I should I be anointed? And your priest will um will guide you. And it can be really done kind of anytime, anywhere. Um give us a heads up, you know. When in doubt, anoint it out. Bam! I just thought of that stuff. I'm just t-shirts. Like, We're gonna make t-shirts. Uh-huh. Millions. We're gonna uh, make millions. The strong. I, hey, I am the strong, silent type. All right, like Saint Joseph. Hey, we're out of here. Uh, we hope you have a great week, great August. We're looking forward to having students back. Peace. Peace.